0: Hey everybody, Mark here. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm super excited for the latest edition of the Campus Takeovers of the Menlo Midweek Podcast. This week we sit down with the Menlo Park Campus staff with a focus on next gen and all of the other things that are happening at our Menlo Park Campus. I'm super excited. I don't know if you know this, but I actually started at Menlo Park Campus, so this is my alma mater. And I hope that as we get into this conversation, it will inspire you to root on and celebrate and get involved with the things that are happening at our Menlo Park campus. So Let's go ahead and jump in now. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to this special campus takeover edition of the Menlo Midweek podcast. And we're joined with some really special folks from my alma mater, the Menlo Park campus. Let's go. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself quickly, and then I'm going to ask you all some questions. So...
1: Who do we have with us? All right. Uh, I'm Mark, and I'm the campus pastor at Menlo Park. And uh, what else do you want to know?
0: Let's see. I would love to know where you grew up, a little bit about that, and how you found yourself at Menlo.
1: Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I grew up in the Chicago area. Uh, I was born in Chicago my whole life, same house, uh, suburb of Chicago called Evanston, and uh, our house was about a a block north of the city limits. So, my whole childhood was... Uh, the Midwest, and uh, let's see, I'd been worked at a few different churches, but before Menlo I was uh, at a church in San Diego and uh, just heard about Menlo and had a lot of friends that have come through here that had either been students at Stanford. Uh, or grew up in the area, mm-hmm. and Menlo had been so influential in their faith and in their kind of life trajectory, I knew about it before I'd ever, you know, actually shown up or really knew anything directly. Yeah. Uh, but an opportunity came up. I just saw an opportunity listed and threw my name in and uh, went through the process, and then it was like, hey, I guess we're we're moving to Menlo Park. So, I've okay. been here 16 years. Wow. And when you say we, who is We. Uh, we is uh, the royal we. Mm. I just refer to myself, that way. <laughs> uh, but also accompanied by uh, my wife Carrie, okay. and we've been married 26 years, and we have three kids. We had two when we moved here, yeah. So now they're 24, 22, and uh, two girls, and our son is 15.
0: Amazing. Thanks, Mark. You kind of lost your Chicago accent.
1: I know. Did you have one? Did you? Did I you ever did, have? Yeah, when we have the Polish sausage and and uh, go go see the Bears. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> no. I, 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 I want to hear
2: it like when you're doing communion or something like that. Like, all right, everybody, take the all cracker. Right, everybody,
1: take the cracker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pair it with the juice. With the juice, I don't know what accent. And I'm then doing have some uh, more sausages.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. Dumb yeah. bears, well, thank, the bears.
0: You, yeah. <laughs> thank
3: you.
0: So, 15 years on staff. 16, now. 16 when now, I'm 17. And you've been on staff for how long now?
3: One month. Wow. (laughs)
4: Let's go. (laughs)
3: Welcome. It is so great to be here. I'm Jessica Morgan. And I am the Menlo Kids Director for the Menlo Park Campus. But I've actually been at Menlo for about 14 years almost. Um, My husband and I came here just shortly after we got married and got plugged into serving in the music ministry. Mm -hmm. We joined Mm -hmm. choir. We were on the worship team and kind of stayed plugged in with the community that way. While my my daytime gig uh, at that time was working as a teacher. Okay. Uh, So was an Great. educator and then yeah. ended up ended up here uh, last month.
0: Amazing, and how has the month been? I mean, not like your boss and other people on your team are here, but you know, just like <laughs> us chatting. Month's <laughs> 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 been good, month's been okay.
3: It has been absolutely wonderful. Awesome. It, it does not feel like work. It okay. feels like I am here with fun people doing really awesome things. Um, just mm-hmm. serving kids and working with families, I'm loving it.
2: We are so glad that you're here. <laughs> You were telling me yesterday. There's like on the staff. It's like fun people and Keith Riley. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Riley yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good team to be a Love part you of. Keith. Yeah, Classic. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Josh, and I've been here a year and a half. I
1: think so. Something
2: like a year and a half. Yeah. So um, it seems like
1: forever, but it does. It does seem like that.
2: It's been, yeah, good. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so I uh, found out about Menlo through, uh, I have spent a lot of summers at Mount Mm Hermon, both on summer staff and doing some speaking and met a counselor there who grew up at Menlo. Hmm. um, And she came to work with me at a church in LA that I was at. um, And uh, at one point was like, Josh, I really think you should leave this church that we currently work at. And go and try and connect with Menlo. So, Brett Corton was her youth pastor growing up, and she connected Brett and I uh, at first. And so, that yeah. was kind of my intro into Menlo. And it took a little while to get here, but eventually I did, and really glad that I'm here. I'm glad you're here, too. And, Thanks, and man. Here's the
1: funny small world department, uh, the church that Josh was working at okay. in yep. L.A. area where I had been an intern for three years while I was at the no seminary. Mm-hmm. It's the church where Carrie and I were married. We had our, our uh, wedding wow. at that same church. Yeah. So, and they still Very had the same preschool late. director that was there when That's you were That's right. There. No <laughs> way. Cat Chambers, yeah. we
2: love you. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What a yep. small world. Yeah. Student ministry is still done in the same dark basement. Same basement as it <laughs>
1: was, you know, 27 years ago. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Well, we want to get to know each other a little bit better, so I have a question that I'm going to ask. Uh, we've been, we've had some great questions asked so far, and I'm hoping this one kind of takes the cake. If aliens were a real thing, I and they this. invaded... What do you mean, mm-hmm. if? I know. and I'm just trying to toe the line. I, ha- I mean, I know. it's real. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And you had to elect one person to greet them. <laughs> <laughs> who would that person be like from our campus team <laughs> uh you could take that as your campus team you could take that as a celebrity oh you could take that, who, like, represents someone to represent humanity, humanity. To represent yeah. humanity. That's so you thing. could go you could go funny you yeah. could go in a lot of different oh directions with this i'll go first if you want me to do it yeah yeah please okay so if i had to choose i think i wouldn't pick just one person i might pick a band
4: Ooh.
0: And I think I would probably choose Jason Mraz <gasps> as my Jason Mraz is a person. Yes. And his band. Okay. <laughs> He's had a few throughout the, the time, but yeah. maybe if I could go back and like him and he did a lot of songs with a guy named Toka. Okay. Toka Rivera. Mm-hmm. He's he did the bongos. He did the one, bongos. Right? I know this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I think I would just greet them and welcome to our little humble planet here. That would be my that would be my per my what,
2: earthly elect,
0: I guess yeah, I'll say? Earthly sure. Elect.
2: Yeah. Nice. Cool. We're we not explaining why. We're just going to leave can. the weird Jason Mraz
3: uh, I just option think, out there. I, I just think he'd
2: vibe well, you know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> He's laid back. Yeah, kind of you know, cool. Like,
2: like, we'll
0: test the waters to see if the aliens are like, yeah, going to get us or not. And do I they like fedoras like, or exactly, not? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of important questions <laughs> yeah. that would be answered. Yeah. How do they
2: feel about music? Right. Yeah. 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 Jason you
1: know, at, at first, I just thought, I have no idea. And then the one person that just keeps coming into my head right okay. now is Will Ferrell. <laughs> that was oh, No way. That was totally mine. See, it's meant to be. He's clearly the right guy because yeah. I think he can yes. relate with aliens and yeah? Yeah, either yeah. confuse them or make them laugh if they were angry aliens. That's, yeah. you know, he That's a strategic probably, play. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I envision yeah. him like mm.
3: in the the movie Elf, where he's walking up to the angry <laughs> raccoon, and he's what? like, "Who needs a hug?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think Solid they would Solid choice, just, Mark. Uh, thank you. I think we're in
4: agreement there. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. So do I need to go while you pick a new one, or I do have you to pick n- a new have a one? second no, one? Think, oh, you're you gonna stick just, with that.
3: I was gonna stick with Wilco. Nah, Pearl. we can
2: So that means I have to go for Jason Mraz, so that it's like 50-50 or No, I'm not choosing Jason Mraz. Okay. Who are you choosing? Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm going to choose Taylor Corton from the Menlo Park campus staff. Oh, wow. Oh, Taylor Corton is responsible for connections and mm-hmm. here's here's what I love about Taylor. Is Taylor is never thrown off by anything ever. Mm. Like someone will come up to her with maybe a very wild request or idea or piece <laughs> of feedback. And Taylor's always like, oh, you know, that's we'll take that in and thank you so much for blah, blah. And so no matter what the tone these God. aliens, whatever they're approaching Earth with, whatever baggage they right. have, yeah. I feel like Taylor is well equipped okay. to so just take it away. in stride and be like,
1: well, you know, welcome to Earth. We're so glad you're here sort of thing. I, I, I agree with that, except it, unless the aliens are rats. That's right, because she <laughs> yeah, really she does really have an aversion rodents. to rodents. Yeah, yeah. Rats.
2: But she does have some strategies on how to deal with those rats. That is true. So That is true. I yeah. feel safe in Taylor's
1: uh-huh. yeah, it's good. That's
2: metaphorical good hands. Yeah. 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 I feel like those are great answers. <laughs> I don't think we can go
0: wrong, to be honest. <laughs> if we could send in Will, Taylor, and plan. Jason <laughs> it's together. It's just the fate of the planet. Yeah, it's I mean, just the fate of the planet. It can't really go wrong. Maybe I'll ask the next... Group of people who they wouldn't elect. Oh, yeah, that could be kind of cool too. That could but be but cool. That's for another conversation. <laughs> um, I want to get a little bit under the surface here. Um, and I want to know a little bit more about you all and maybe how you became Christian. Meaning you're in a role now where you are helping lead students, kids, um, mental park community, families, all along in finding and following Jesus. And that had to start somewhere. So maybe this answer could probably be an hour to 10 (laughs) episodes, depending on your answer, but try to keep it short, minute, two minutes,
2: short, how, where were you? How were, how old were you? That kind of a thing. Josh? Yeah. I, uh, remember one fateful night. Uh, my dad used to keep uh, quarters and loose change on his bedroom uh, dresser. Mm. And I went in to their bedroom to steal some quarters for something for the next day. And I got caught mm. for the first time. And like, I had done it so much, but I, I got caught this time. And we had been kind of going to Sunday school. And I was like, how do I get out of whatever punishment is surely coming my way as I was thinking about it in my room? And I was like, you know what? I bet if I told them that I became a Christian and that God had forgiven me, me. they would have to. And I would be fine. And so I went into my parents' bedroom and I was like, mom and dad, I just want you to know God and I talked. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's okay. we're good
2: he and i are good <laughs> so don't it's all good and they were like that's great you're still uh, in trouble <laughs> so can't punish yeah. me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so but that was the i think there was a, l- a little shred of genuine like okay i i know that i do wrong things and i know that i need someone mm. bigger beyond to mm-hmm. kind of like help me through that mm-hmm. and then Um, this is probably a theologically blasphemous answer but I I do feel that in my life I've become a Christian many times that there have been Mm -hmm. these seasons that have kind of folded me over into this new place in my faith that Mm -hmm. it it felt like it was completely new for me Mm -hmm. again and so um, it happened a little bit in high school I really connected with my youth pastor it's one of the reasons I'm doing what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. um, he kind of led Mm -hmm. me in that and Happened again in early college. Happened again one summer at Mount Hermon um, where we focused on the prodigal son. And that passage just came to life to me in a way that I understood my role as both the younger and the older son. And and so, yeah, I I don't know that I have a specific, like here's when it happened, Mm -hmm. but it feels like it's always happening. I'm always Mm -hmm. being saved again and again, even though that's not how it happens this one time, but. Yeah. Maybe that's how it happens. But it Who sounds knows?
1: like there's the, there's the element of it's not just, okay, yeah, here's, the, here's the one moment, and then you're yeah. in and you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's this ongoing unfolding you know, discovery, grace. unfolding hmm. of God's yeah. grace that yeah. mm-hmm. each time we rediscover it, it's like yeah. we're discovering it all over again for the exactly. first time. It's, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, that's, I love yeah. that. That's
2: yeah. great. Yeah. Cool. Right. Jessica, how about for you?
3: For me, I wouldn't say I, I've became a Christian until about halfway through college, actually. I I had gone to church a handful of times growing up, um, and largely because my parents' friends were there. It was an opportunity for community. So I went to Sunday school, went a handful of times with friends myself when I was in middle school mm-hmm. and high school. And then in college, during the first week of school at Cal Poly, we had a week of welcome, Love and wow my week. my Wow mm-hmm, leader, mm-hmm. Uh, she was actually a Bible study leader through Crew, okay, and. In addition to leading us through this awesome first week of college, she was like, hey, if any of you are interested in getting plugged in with a church or with crew or with a Bible study, you can talk to me about it. And so she was just strategically planting seeds throughout the week through all these fun activities and memories we were making together. And so, I was like, I'm interested in knowing more. And I see that as kind of God opening up my mind and my heart about what it looks like for me as an adult away mm-hmm. from home. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? And so, it really took about a couple of years of on and off going to Bible study. My, my wow leader, she kept seeking after me. He's like, hey Jess, we wow. haven't had one-on-one time in a while, like, let's get together for coffee. Um, and so, her, her really like role as a discipler and building that relationship with me and talking me through day-to-day life and just partnering with me really laid a foundation for me to understand that God loves me who I am and He's always going to be by my side and, and showing up for me. And I reached a point where I had been trying to control so much of my life and my success, taking all the right classes, doing all the right auditions, and being the best friend and helping my friends be better people. And I I felt this weight of responsibility and then hit a moment where I just realized I actually don't have any control over a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And what do I want my life to look like if I really can't control things? Um, and I had a, a moment in between my second and third year of college, I was home for the summer, and one of my friends said, hey, Jess, I want you to come hear about my trip that I just took to the Dominican Republic. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. I want to hear all about it. He's like, good. You're going to have to come with me to church at eight (laughs) o'clock. So, next morning, I went to church, and I saw him speaking about his missions trip to the Dominican Republic and seeing this light in his eyes talking about working with kids and then seeing pictures of him working alongside kids and their families and this joy that I was like, I don't have that joy in my life. I wanna know mm-hmm. more about mm-hmm. what that is. Mm-hmm. That was that point, like right there in church, I was like, I need I need to find out more about what this was. Um, mm-hmm. And so really that summer was when I, I came to came to Christ and said, when I go back to college in the fall, I want it to look different. I mm-hmm. want it to be a daily thing. I wanna get plugged in. and. Kind of the rest is history from there.
0: What a story. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. that great. I knew I liked you, and then you <laughs> went to Cal
1: Poly, and now <laughs> yeah, it's just like, come on Mustang. now. Can you yeah, get any Mustangs. better? Uh, you're a Cal Poly guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What was your major?
3: I was music and business.
1: All right. Music and business. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. My daughter was poli sci and the theater. And Spanish.
3: So, All the things.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, was, I only have one, so <laughs> just wow. I'm
3: just not going to say. Well, we will talk about <laughs> that. Then. Jeez.
1: Uh, Mark, how about for you? Well, for me, I mean, I grew up, my family attended church um, in the Chicago area. And uh, I mean, I, ha- I hated it as a kid. Uh, we would kind of go because like, that's what you do and sure. you go to church. Um, but uh, really just didn't like the other kids, thought the lessons were incredibly boring, and the songs were dumb, and the sermons were long. And Mm -hmm. uh, and so, as soon as I got to a point where I could say, like, hey, I really don't want to go to church. Like, I... I'm. I'm not going with you guys. It's dumb. I remember sitting, probably as fifth grade, you know, telling my parents on a Sunday morning at the top of the stairs, like, like I hate church. I don't even believe in God. So it'd be like hypocritical for me to go. So I'm just gonna stay home. And they're like, Oh, all right. We're not gonna like drag you there. Um, And uh, a few years later. Uh, We had the the confirmation class at at our church, which like some churches still do something like this, Menlo doesn't really, but uh, where you, uh, as a young adult, become a member of the church. And my older sister had gone through it a couple of years before and became an official member and she never went back to church. And I thought, okay, well, this is what you do. You become a member, so you're on like the good list or in the good book, you kind of cover all your bases and then you don't have to go anymore. (laughs) So, you know, I went, it was like a, you know, six or eight month, you know, most of eighth grade. Uh, process about 15 or 16 eighth graders, uh, a new student director, and a couple of volunteers who just loved Jesus hmm. and loved kids, uh, loved students, and so I went kind of begrudgingly, uh, you know, as a social expectation, and and I remember we worked through the Gospel of John and had our little homework sheets. And I can still vividly picture like sitting at the top of, actually, as I think about it, it was the vir- top of the same stairs where I said, I don't believe in God, I don't want to mm-hmm. go. I would sit there on the top step and do these little purple mimeographed, you know, uh, homework sheets about, mm-hmm. you know, John 1, like, what do you think this means? And, mm-hmm. and so, throughout that time, it, it it was not so much as an epiphany it was, uh, uh, I describe it as a dimmer switch. Like Mm -hmm. every week Mm -hmm. it just went up a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe there's a God. And and the words of scripture just rang true. And by the end of that time, I'm like, I think there really is a God. And I I believe that Jesus is Mm -hmm. God's son. And I I think he actually loves me and died Mm -hmm. for me. Um, But I'll tell you that the underpinning of all of that was those student directors, volunteers, staff, who loved me and the other you know, squirrely 8th graders <laughs> with no social filters and you know, everything else and just made us feel like we were really a beloved part of a community. And that just stuck in, in my head of like, I, I want to be a part of, hmm. of a community like that. And hmm. so, when we stood up in front of the church that spring and said, you know, I believe in Jesus and etc., like for me, that was a very real moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. of, of giving my life to jesus a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns mm-hmm. since then sure. like that yeah. was a you know really defining moment because of a, a few people investing in the lives of of students mm-hmm. wow great yeah
0: thanks for sharing mark yeah yeah uh for me we we kind of talked a little bit about it this in depth when jess and i did this um podcast maybe about three weeks or so ago, but I was raised by in the church. My mom was actually my children's minister. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. And it was always okay. a, like I'll go with my mom to what felt like work for during the week and I just sit and play like back, backyard baseball on the computer or whatever. <laughs> uh, shout out Kenny Kawaguchi, the, guy's the goat. <laughs> um, and then um, on Sundays, we'd go and we did attend. My dad was never a big church goer. Um, my mom has assured me that he's Christian, but he's a great like earthly dad but never was like we never go as a family to church i just think he's like extremely introverted and like doesn't want to talk to anyone or share about his life with strangers not that we do that but at the other (laughs) church that i grew up at it was kind of smaller and that was like Mm -hmm. a big part of it um and so we'd go with my mom my brother and myself we'd go pretty much every week and just grew up going through program went through um what we called Basic Brothers and Sisters in Christ mm. oh, which was super fun that was our okay. uh, that was our middle school and high school program and there was a leader there named Wayne Katayama who's a lead pastor at a church in Torrance now I believe um, but he really invested in me and it went from going um, going to church because my mom worked there to like me wanting to go probably end of high school time mm-hmm. and so it was just a, a process of I don't know, being in a place that was my mom's work to, yes, this is where I sit and sing fun songs on Sundays, to actually understanding what I was singing about and then Mm -hmm. actually believing it. Mm -hmm. So, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: um, I think I was baptized in my friend's pool Mm -hmm. when I was senior year of high school, which was a really cool moment. And then had always identified with Christian from that point on, but at Cal Poly didn't really live like it. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got back from Cal Poly is when I actually was like, yeah, I kind of want to take this thing seriously again. Mm -hmm. So... Lots of twists and turns. Yeah. And then somehow yeah. we yeah. all found ourselves here on a are. staff oh. here. At Menlo.Jet. <laughs> <Dr. That's laughs>
2: Menlo Midweek podcast. I know. That's, that's right. We are. <laughs> yeah, wild Mark, wild. your callback to BASIC yeah. reminded me of my middle school youth group name. What was it? Uh, it was Wired, which Wired. stood for <laughs> Wanting Individuals to Reach Eternal Destiny. Yeah, yeah nice. I haven't thought of that for 15 years. That's, that's really you really brought that back, man. Yeah. I think that's the really podcast deep. name just got a rebrand. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like Wired Podcast. We, we need
4: more, more
1: acronyms. It's <laughs> awesome.
4: really yeah. what the church needs yeah.
1: today.
2: Oh. Definitely, I understood and comprehended that as a 6th Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, knew exactly what they were talking it's about.
1: self-explanatory yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of big words in there. <laughs> Anyways.
0: <laughs> nice. And so now we're all... Uh, we're we're focusing in on the Menlo Park campus, and each of you are in charge of leading a kind of a, a separate mini church inside of a bigger church. I'm talking mm-hmm. about next gen kids and mm-hmm. students. Mark, you have a basically four or five or six different kind of teams that you're overseeing with all the other you know all the other roles and stuff that's happening, which is huge. And so mm-hmm. I'd love just to hear some stories about what's happening there. Um, and maybe how it's impacted someone or yourself and maybe in an unexpected way. I think a through line Mm -hmm. of all of our stories is there was someone that we had Mm -hmm. connected with that ultimately helped us walk and take a step and say yes to whether that was God or maybe dimming up that dimmer switch just a little bit. So, love to hear any of those stories. Jessica, Mm -hmm. can we start with you?
3: Sure. One of the things that I've I've experienced as a mom um, of a six-year-old and a nine-year-old mm-hmm. um, has just been when I come to drop my kids off. There are multiple adults that they come in contact with throughout their morning, and they're at all different phases of life. Okay. Um, I know that my my youngest daughter really thought it was cool to have an older high school student that was serving in her classroom and working with them in a small group. Mm -hmm. And then an older, you know, grandpa-like figure that they'd see in the hallway that knew them by name. And it was somebody that when we were getting ready for church in the morning, it's like they could anticipate seeing some regular faces and mm-hmm. feeling like mm-hmm. they knew the adults. They had their friends, people that they recognized from school, mm-hmm. and so really feeling like there's this this place of of community for them. I've loved just seeing as a mom. Uh, now that I'm in the in the thick of it, it's mm-hmm. been really neat to see what that looks like more in action. To have multiple generations of people mm-hmm. serving alongside one another, um, and pouring into kids and kids really feeling like there are multiple people in my life that I can turn to, to ask questions that, you know, when I'm having a bad day, they're going to show up and they're going to care for me. Um, That when I'm having a good time, they're celebrating along with me. And I've, I've noticed just how much that matters to have multiple touch points for kids where they, they're going to be welcomed and have Mm. a space here at Menlo. And it's actually instilled in my own children, a, a, a confidence um, where they've started reaching out to some of their friends and wanting to invite them to really. come to church, okay. which I know for me, when I when I first became a Christian, I was like, ooh, it's really risky to put oneself out there and invite yeah. someone to come to mm-hmm. church. Are wow. they gonna mm-hmm. like it? Do they even know who Jesus mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna scare them off? Um, so seeing that, that my kids are actually talking to their friends about it at school and even having some friends come to church for the first time or come to events, uh, it's just been really great to see that it's a place where kids feel like they can connect with adults, but Mm -hmm. that they can invite their friends to be part of it too. And all these little seeds getting planted uh, and then the adults feel the joy Mm -hmm. that comes from seeing the kids make those connections too. So, I've just loved seeing how it feeds our adult volunteers in addition to feeding our kids to just have this sense of, of community across generations.
1: Mm. That's awesome. That That is awesome. awesome. Really cool.
3: Yeah. It's been great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's so hard to narrow it down to just like one or two stories. So I'll, tell stories until you tell me to stop. (laughs) If that works. Yeah. yeah, The first one that springs to mind is there's a girl named Hannah who just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. But when I got here about a year and a half ago, we were getting ready for uh, something we do call Student Sunday, where kids kind of get up and they share about what God's doing in their life and they're an integral part of the sort of main, the, the big church, all church gathering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was slated to speak before I even came in, she was slated to speak at it. Um, and uh, she talked in that time about how um, God had been moving in her life and really pushing her to take leadership Opportunities and to step into mentoring other people, and so mm-hmm. we had a conversation after that that was like, "Hannah, what are you? Wh- how are you, how do you want to do that?" And she was like, "I don't know." So she became a life group leader as a senior in high mm-hmm. school for a group of seventh grade girls, and um, the the connection that she was able to make with those girls over this last year alongside her co-leader was just incredible to Mm -hmm. see. I mean, they were so excited to talk to somebody Mm -hmm. kind of close to them in age to get uh, maybe like what they felt like was a younger perspective Mm -hmm. on things. And at the same time, this other life group leader, her name is Beth. Beth, if you're listening, Beth is the best. She's just so, so great. (laughs) Um, Beth took time not only to just pour into her girls but also to build up Hannah as a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, Hannah's leaving for college. She's going to London Mm -hmm. um, for a year and I had coffee with her the other day. And I was like, so who? what are you doing before you go? What are the big things? And she was like, well, there were people that I needed to see. Sam Littlefield. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had coffee with Beth Bishop already. And she like prayed for me and did all this stuff. And she was like, and if I could squeeze you in. I,
4: yeah, <laughs> I You're a
1: distant
2: I like, third. Yeah, it's <laughs> very far yeah. back. But it was just, I mean that was nothing of my doing. That was just right. Beth taking that on and being like, I'm going to pour into Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hannah's life group leaders had built her up over her st- time in students. And so just to see that cycle, I mean, it was just mm-hmm. so, so cool. Yeah. Can I tell another one? Yeah. Yes. yes. Go for it. <laughs> ah. Okay. So there's this kid named Max who has been coming to uh, youth group for a little while now. Yeah. Um, He's so fun. He's kind of a twerp. He knows that he is. I tell him that all the time in the best way that he's just like, he's kind of just like a goofy kid. He like messes around, likes to throw stuff at people like that sort of thing. But uh, he (laughs) started following Jesus. That's like his MO. He's (laughs) like, I love throwing stuff at people, but uh, he's a sophomore in high school and he got, uh, there's this guy who goes to Menlo Atherton high school. I don't know his name, but somehow he's connecting with these younger students who are also at the high school and like discipling them and mentoring them. I don't even know if this is a real guy. Maybe it's like Jesus in mirage form and he's like showing up and (laughs) mentoring these kids. Mm -hmm. But all of these kids have like a connect point with this guy who's helping them to read the Bible and stuff. So Max shows up at church because he's like, this guy told me I need to go to church and I need to get connected. So he starts coming and he, he is he's just all in like he Mm -hmm. is going to get baptized in about a month and he's so excited he's been pushing us to like nail down a date um he went on our mission trip to brazil Mm -hmm. last month and it was so cool to see him kind of stretch Mm -hmm. in his faith and grow and take on new things um and i think the coolest part is max comes from a family that is not um interested in church not Mm -hmm. engaged and um, he's so kind about it when he talks about it, but they do a thing in their family where I think it's about every other month, one of the four of them, he has a sibling and two parents, um, gets to pick what the family does for uh, the weekend. Mm. And every time it's Max's turn, he makes them go to church with him.
4: <laughs> Way to go, buddy. <laughs> That's how he uses <laughs> his cool. like family day. It. It.
2: So it's just like, it's so cool that he's found a place here and that he feels connected and he sees the spirit of God moving mm. in his life it's Amazing. just so cool yeah that's great yeah. thanks for sharing keep caring. it up Max yeah, for sure. keep it up nice yeah. Yeah. yeah sounds like Max is just gonna take your job one
0: day I hope so uh, he's, <laughs> I hope so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's some really exciting yeah. yeah Mark what other stories do you have from the campus you
1: know there's just there's so many it's hard it's mm-hmm. hard to nail down because you know I, I'm looking at kind of a you know a overview of all these different pieces and right. so many stories and, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a Max who's like, as a student, is like finding ways to get to church on Sunday because he yeah. doesn't have mm-hmm. a ride. And, yeah. I mean, it's like, who who does that, mm-hmm. you know, at that age? Um, to, uh, you know, folks that are just going through deep crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got just phenomenal uh, uh, pastoral care, recovery yeah. groups, yeah. Mm-hmm. divorce recovery, you know, 12 steps. And, you know, a lot of those stories, you know, we, we don't hear all the details, but, but they are there. I mean, every single person who's at mm-hmm. Menlo. Um, you know, like has a story, has wounds, has, you know, ways that, you know, we just need to experience God's grace. And when you hear those little snippets mm-hmm. um, of, of uh, someone doing that um, and just finding hope and healing. And, and I love, you know, Jess, what you were saying about mm-hmm. the, the multi-generational, like where else these days mm-hmm. do yeah. you really get to experience and become involved in a multi-generational community where you can really build relationships and are known? Mm-hmm. It's like everything is mm-hmm. so segmented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And transactional. And transactional, mm-hmm. and it's age and stage, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and and yet here we are where we've got, you know, a room, a classroom where you've got, you mm-hmm. know, great grandparents mm-hmm. serving alongside middle schoolers, mm-hmm. helping preschoolers mm-hmm. uh, just to learn about the love of Jesus. And, you know, we've got one, one uh, member at Menlo that was, you know, real high up in a – major tech company and, you know, would volunteer every weekend in in the kindergarten room. Like his, you know, <laughs> kids were about that age and he mm-hmm. did. And it's like, okay, you, you know what this person's day job is and yet they're mm-hmm. sitting on a little, you know, 10-inch chair over a little table <laughs> helping coloring pages because it's going to help kids to, to mm-hmm. find and follow Jesus. And I just love that. Mm-hmm. That sense of of servanthood and 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 uh, commitment and you know one story just this uh, just this weekend we had a really fun splash zone Mm -hmm. event for Mm -hmm. for kids kind of elementary kids in the parking lot with some big inflatable slip and slide things and zero injuries zero injuries thank you Jesus (laughs) Um, but uh, and and I was talking with um, with a young dad there. that has got two younger kids um, all like before under less than lower than kindergarten and um, and he was telling me like, oh, I've only been coming to Menlo since March. I'm like, well, how'd you find us? He's like, well, we've been kind of looking in the area trying to find a church home and you know, couldn't quite find a place, but I was at a tech meetup up in San Francisco, and I was talking with this other guy out of hundreds of people that were there, and now we we're showing him something on my phone, and I had like a Bible app on my phone. He's like, oh, are you a Christian? He's like, yeah, I am. And it's like, yeah, me too. And like, where do you go to church? I go to Menlo Church. And it was a guy that hmm. from uh, from abroad, not, not U.S. Uh, hmm. born, who was here and uh, we baptized him uh, last year. Wow! Mm-hmm. Like you know, he came mm-hmm. to faith, mm-hmm. and and he's the guy that was at this tech meetup mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, I need you need to check out Menlo Church." Out. So yep. this dad came, and he's what like, "The think? second we walked in this March, like we just felt like we are home, mm-hmm. and with our two year old and our four year old, and and now he is signed up to become a high school leader That's with right. Josh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's way. just kind of stories wow. of just you know people out That's there that. because they're excited about what God is doing yeah. and inviting others to get on board, and it's just yeah. really fun. It's a really fun fun season for us. Mm. It
0: sounds like it. It sounds like there's a lot of things that are happening, both at the campus and, I mean, just like life stage as well. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a time now where we have, you know, kids going back to school. We have transition stuff there. We have um, so many things that we have planned for fall. And so... I'd love to know for each of your ministries, what can we look forward to? What 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 are you excited about in this coming season? And then, what opportunities does that bring for us to say, "Ooh, I want to get a part of it,
2: and be a part in that"? Josh, yeah, yeah. we're we're changing everything. <laughs> uh, really, there, there are a lot of changes okay. coming to student ministry uh, that I'm so so excited about. Okay, we went a little bit back to the drawing board with some of the things for this year, just in thinking through like we're in a new season of life as a, as a world, right? Like post COVID, sure. yeah. <laughs> like this is like, the world is just a different place and, um, Menlo a different place. And so how do we make sure that we're doing student ministry in a way that's relevant to students now? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So for middle school, we're moving to Sunday mornings. That's actually mm-hmm. happening across all the campuses. They'll be at the 1030 service, 1030. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? For middle school? Yep. 1130. 1130?
1: We're going to have services at 8.30, 10, and 11.30. Right. It's at the, 10, gonna, o'clock
2: 10, a so the ten, 10 o'clock service. at the 10 o'clock service. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Which is currently 10.30 yes. and is going to 10 o'clock. There it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So it'll be at <laughs> the Here's 10 a. o'clock service, um, which will be really, really cool. We're super excited for it. Um, there are a lot of students who... Uh, are maybe moving out of Menlo kids who are used to kind Mm -hmm. of a Sunday rhythm and previously we didn't have maybe something for them to step into in such a direct Mm -hmm. way and so having our program on Sunday mornings is going to be so cool for Mm -hmm. middle schoolers to be able to step into that and we're going to have some kind of interactive teaching times and that sort of thing. There's going to be a cereal bar. Really excited for that. So that's going to be all you can fathom cereal. I don't want to say all you can eat because middle schoolers yeah. take that as a challenge. And I don't know if I, I, I heard can about actually your pizza story from Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Brazil, some kids, a couple of them tried to eat 150 pieces of pizza at a, an all you can eat place. And they did it. They succeeded. One of them was an elder's son. <laughs> so yeah. But in student ministry, if you don't have injuries, that actually means you didn't do it well Uh, for your events. You didn't push
3: the limit enough? You didn't push it quite hard enough,
2: yeah. I don't don't want to know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just not listening to that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, (laughs) and and in high school ministry, um, we are totally kind of changing the way that we do life groups, the way that we do our teaching time. We're really focusing on giving students the tools to figure out things in life Um, for themselves and alongside their life group leaders. So Mm -hmm. that will look like um, we're going to have time where like this first month, we're going to be talking about identity Mm -hmm. and we're going to have kids like pull up TikTok on their phone, find the best video on identity and like who we are that you can. And then we're going to look at them together and we're going to dissect like, how do you know what's true? How do you know what's not true? How do you Mm -hmm. take it to scripture and compare it and figure it out? And then through some of the other weeks, we're going to talk about practices to both live into our identity and live out our identity mm-hmm. in Jesus. So um so excited yeah. for everything that's coming from middle and high wow. school. So listening to that, yeah who would be
0: a great person that you yeah. would want to say, hey, I would love for this person to serve with middle school on Sundays. What would make a great leader to serve with the high school throughout the week? Because that's yeah. uh, my wife serves with San Mateo. Yep. And I know what's involved there. And yep. she's great with kids, which is like, okay, like that makes sense. That might be a great fit. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's not for people that are working in education or <laughs> have a, a background in child
2: development, but for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So not exclusively for those people for yes. sure. But if you do have that background,
1: that's a plus. you're welcome. Welcome. Yeah,
2: <laughs> We would love for you to come. But yeah, you know, um, that person that Mark, you were talking about a second ago, who decided to get involved with high school ministry, he had a story similar to a lot of ours, which was when I was a teenager, someone took an interest in me and just mm-hmm. said, this is something I love. I love Jesus and I feel mm-hmm. loved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to show you that. That's really like, that's kind of the big first thing is like, if you have a heart for saying like someone showed me and now I want to show other people. Um, Students are at a beautifully formative Mm -hmm. age where they have all of the questions, but most of them are not so jaded by life and -hmm. the things that they've experienced that they have a hard exterior. And so Mm -hmm. it's this like really rich and sweet time where they just, they want to know, they want to listen, they want to ask questions. So if you're someone who's comfortable, being in this space of messy teenage life a little mm-hmm. bit. Like mm-hmm. some of it is boy crazy, some of it is sports focused and if that's, mm-hmm. you're okay being around that mm-hmm. and want students to know about Jesus, then man, mm-hmm. that's the that's the spot. Do mm-hmm. I have to have all the answers to sign up? Uh, unfortunately, yes, you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, So I do have to answer every <laughs> <Yeah>. theological question <laughs> yes, that these kids are right. yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, and part of this kind of new format that we're taking on too is showing students that they don't need all the answers to follow right. Jesus. Right. It's right. actually like a life with Jesus is probably more of a life of questions than mm-hmm. of answers. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's like Jesus walks with us in that. And so mm-hmm. we get to walk alongside Jesus as he pulls other students into walking alongside him. And mm-hmm. that's the that's the sweet spot. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Jessica, how about for you?
3: I'm I'm really looking forward to having additional services. With the move to okay. three services here at our Menlo Park campus, we're gonna be moving into offering t- kids programming at both the, the 10 o'clock service as well as 11.30, oh, great. and rather than just the one, mm-hmm. um, which is currently just at 10.30. And as I was looking through what this what this actually means for our community, there are actually even more options for families who are interested in serving with kids. Okay. Um, Thinking about now that we have three service options, they can decide, oh, I want to attend at 8.30 in the morning Mm -hmm. with my whole family, go to main service. And then I want to send my kids to kids' church at 10, and I want to volunteer. At ten, um, so there are, there are now more options for families to attend the main service together if they would like to, mm-hmm. and then serve or attend kids services at another mm-hmm, one,
4: mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Um, and then even talking with some of our regular attenders of at the legacy service, they're like, oh, I can I can go do legacy service at eight thirty, and then I can still go to New Horizons after that, and then I can come hang out with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great way to spend my Sunday morning! And so, knowing that even though it on my end, it's like, oh, th- three services. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all these people that we probably need. Oh, but look at all of these different options it means for us as a community to go and experience different mm-hmm. aspects of, of church together. I'm just really looking forward to that. Um, I've had a handful of my current volunteers that are just really excited to be able to have those options and Mm -hmm. any opportunity that they have to go hang out with kids and just love them and talk to them about their life and about Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, I know they're really excited about and I love seeing that happen. So, more opportunities to do so.
0: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. when we say kids, what ages are we talking about?
3: Ooh, we've got everything from three months all the way up through fifth grade in menlo okay. kids
0: so that's quite uh, mm-hmm. a range in my mind of how you would serve mm-hmm. and what that would look like Yep. so who would make a great person for any of those roles
3: for any of those roles mm-hmm. first and foremost just somebody who loves spending time talking with kids meeting them where they're at mm-hmm. um, you know similar to what we talked about with anyone mm-hmm. serving with students you don't have to have all the answers but, mm-hmm. really, just a heart to doing life alongside them, and being being that person that they can they can share their successes, they mm-hmm. can share their fears with and just offer encouragement. Like we might not have the answers, but we'll figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, really, that's that's at the heart of it. Do you yeah. love the kids and showing yeah. up? That's great. We'll figure so it out together.
0: Consistency and a yeah. heart. and mm-hmm. man, will you be blessed by just, Knowing that as you're taking care of a child, mm-hmm. maybe that those parents are being you know filled yeah. up in the service. Yeah. That's right. And exactly. So mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there a role that you can just go in and hold babies? Is that is there that a is thing? totally a okay. role
3: where you can. Just go in and hold babies. Okay. I mean, we'll I'm give sure a little a bit of training on like, yes. you know, child safety <laughs> course, and all those of kinds of things. We want to make sure our volunteers feel like they're in <laughs> the know on all the things they need yeah, to know. Sure. Um And that's that's certainly something that we can provide and cool. answer all the questions. So if, if really, you're not comfortable
0: talking with babies, you can just hold one that can talk yet. You can just, just
3: hold them. Okay.
0: Exactly. You yeah. can
3: get down on the floor and sit oh, with them as they uh-huh. do some tummy time. Yep. Love, yeah. Totally possible. You don't have to worry
1: about the yeah. babies asking hard theological right, questions exactly. that you don't feel equipped to answer. Fact, you can ask, you that's can ask right. them, and they might give yes. you an answer right there. Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. They Give you the oh, deep look. Right. <laughs> like mouths of babes. Right?
0: Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Mark, we've 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 heard about the kind of the next gen side of what's happening mm-hmm. on the Menlo Park yeah. campus, yeah. and that's a big part of it. Huge. Um, mm-hmm. And so, what about the other huge parts of Menlo Campus as There's, well?
1: There's so much. Uh, and and I'm I'm so excited at you know what I have seen at, at our Menlo Park campus over the last few years. I mean mm-hmm. it has been it's been a wild ride. We've gone through leadership transitions right. as a church. We've mm-hmm. gone through COVID and shutdown and reopening. And as hard as that has been, uh, I have seen uh, the church uh, just become healthier. Um, And really wrestle as a whole of like, what are are the things we want to leave behind? What are the things we really want to keep and carry into the future? And this is uh, our 150th anniversary as Mm -hmm. a church. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And, you know, it's not to pat ourselves on the back and say, yay, you know, how great we are, but just to remember God's faithfulness Mm -hmm. uh, through decades and decades and decades. And now we are stewards of, of what comes next. Um, we are stewards of, of the ministry and the people both in Menlo and in the surrounding community that God has put here. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the opportunities to engage people with their gifts and passion. Um, there are definitely needs, like mm-hmm. we need, there are roles that are like, this is important, but mm-hmm. it's more about the, the whole body of Christ in, in, involved in the whole ministry of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's something everybody can do. Mm-hmm. uh and uh, and it's more fun when we do so some of the different options like next is really really critical mm-hmm. uh, of course uh, but we've got everything like we've got a wonderful young adult college ministry that Adam mm-hmm. Hendricks leads and um, some fantastic people there mm-hmm. and, and an opportunity to uh, just come alongside uh, younger adults, I mean my daughters are in that age, in their early 20s, uh, you're making huge life decisions you're making uh, you know, about your direction and your career and key relationships and to have a community at the church where you can belong, where you can ask the tough questions, mm-hmm. uh, where you can have doubts and express those and wrestle through those with others and be on this journey, like we've been saying, mm-hmm. with Jesus together. Um, in a multi-generational context. So, there's opportunities with our young adults uh, to, uh, to invest and just build relationships there and learn from them. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm enough beyond that. It's like, I, I need folks in, in every generation because, you know, I have such a limited view of, of life right now from my mm-hmm. own perspective, mm-hmm. and I think we can all benefit from each other. Um, and uh, re- recovery ministries, um, we've got, uh, you know, divorce like yeah. I said earlier, um, uh, relationships, uh, substances, um, debtors anonymous. I mean, there's all kinds of ways in which we intentionally come alongside people. We've got mm-hmm. a great ministry called called Stephen Ministry, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, uh, trained members of the congregation, not professional counselors, not clergy, who are pretty intensively trained to just walk alongside mm-hmm. people in times of deeper need. Like we all have seasons, I have, you mm-hmm. have, where it's like just our you know casual everyday friendships aren't quite enough and we need mm-hmm. something more than that. And Stephen Ministries uh, just gives you a, a caregiver who will just meet with you every week and walk with mm-hmm. you and no particular agenda, just to have a companion on the way as you go through you know any of life's harder seasons. Mm-hmm. And we've got a bunch of people, men and women, that are trained to do that. Mm -hmm. and people whose lives have been they've been throwing a lifeline Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of that there's opportunities in in areas like that Uh, with uh, we mentioned taylor Corton and our Mm -hmm. connections team Mm -hmm. i mean you just you can't walk onto this campus on a sunday without people like smiling Mm -hmm. greeting you've got amazing donuts and coffee and there's people that make all that and do all that and set it Mm -hmm. all out and make you feel welcome and it's one of the best ways to just take an initial step Mm -hmm. because i mean there's there's a a young mom who's been yes. coming pretty recently. With her daughter. With her little daughter. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, uh, who is... How old is she?
3: Seven. Seven
1: yeah, around there. Is like our... If we want to hand out any flyers or information, mm-hmm. you cannot not take a flyer from this little girl like she will just <laughs> run around it's like you need to take this flyer about backpacks you know and of course we're collecting backpacks and you can't say no to her and it's like yeah. she's one of the best members of our connections team and mm-hmm. you know and her mom is now looking at helping out yeah, with kids out ministry with kids. too and so there's awesome. just some great great opportunities uh, uh, across the board like that but i also yeah. want to shout out uh, our, our worship and AVL team. Yeah, uh, man, yeah. we just take it for granted. We get to walk in there and just things flow beautifully. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we have volunteers, including students, mm-hmm. who are operating cameras like behind yep. the scenes, mm-hmm. uh, that are down in this control room, just kind of making sure that what's on the screens matches what what's being said, uh, helping with lighting, and th- there are so many things that if you're not an upfront person but you like tech stuff, man, be mm-hmm. part yeah. of our tech team, AVL team, and if you're a musician the vast majority of the musicians you see and hear at menlo church they're just members of the of the congregation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who on the side love playing an instrument uh, love singing Mm -hmm. singing. i mean you've been a Mm -hmm. uh, you've helped lead worship josh does student ministry. you were on drums last (laughs) weekend (laughs) last weekend who knew you were an amazing drummer and guitarist and Mm -hmm. a a student leader and uh just people having opportunities to use their gifts yeah to Mm -hmm. serve others it's really joyful
0: that's great and Mark, can I ask you, when when we're asking people to say yes to helping out here, yeah. Yeah. what does that do to, or what could that do to their formation, their spiritual formation? How yeah. can that interpret how they may have a relationship with God? Um, what When you say yes to serving, is it just saying yes to a commitment for an hour on a Sunday, or do you think it's a little bit more than that?
1: Uh, you know, that's kind of a leading question. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more than that. Okay. Uh, one, one, uh, one thing I would say is sometimes – when we serve, that's how we discover how we belong. Mm-hmm. And mm. a lot of folks, especially the larger churches, the harder it is to kind of get plugged in, kind of find your people, mm-hmm. build relationships, feel like I'm known, I'm needed, I'm, yeah. uh, all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you have to, you know, start coming to church and then find a small group and a life group and then eventually you're able to serve if you're mature enough. It's like there are opportunities to step in and join a team, especially with connections. For example, where mm-hmm. maybe you don't know anybody yet, but that's going to be the best way to get to know someone mm-hmm. is by joining a team because, mm-hmm. you know, that our teams will check in together before Mm -hmm. a service and do quick prayer requests and they connect during the week and they'll get dinner together or Mm -hmm. you know some great friendships are 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 discovered as people are serving together so i'd say one there's a benefit of just discovering deeper community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's been plenty of research done around this too of uh you know what happens when we stagnate in our faith when we start to feel like we're stuck Mm. um Yeah, I'm on a plateau, I kind of haven't, don't feel like I'm growing in my relationship with God. One of the most powerful catalysts to get unstuck is by serving others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you're feeling stuck, if you feel like I'm just kind of there in my faith, maybe one way to get unstuck is to, uh, again, join a team Mm -hmm. uh, and be a part of investing, not just in yourself, but in somebody else. And I'll say every, almost without exception, you know, volunteers, people on a short-term, you know, mission mm-hmm. experience, th- they will always say, uh, you know, I- I've been blessed so much more than anything I've given, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes it's like you, you don't even, you know, you yeah. don't know how much you've-, you've helped. Sometimes you find out years later mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. an impact you've had, but you know, like in that experience, like, you know, I've grown just mm-hmm. by saying yes. I've grown in my faith. Yeah. I've seen Jesus at work, and so it's it's this weird thing where you know really the more you give the more you get, the more you receive.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I felt like you were just sharing my story there, Mark.
1: There you go. Yeah,
0: when I really the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today is because I said yes to taking tape off of a stage. Like really, well. That was the first time I ever got involved at a church, mm-hmm. um, more so than hanging out and doing a Bible study here or there. Right, mm-hmm. And that was because I was new and I didn't fit in. I didn't know anyone. And yeah. I said, yeah, to helping out with mm-hmm. prepping the, the stage for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then from there, it just felt like God showed me a depth in which I'm still discovering.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say to anyone who's, kind of at that point of, like, I'm just trying to find my spot. Like, don't wait until you have it all figured out mm-hmm. and then join a team. Like, yeah. just find a way to serve now. And if it's not the right one, that's cool. You can mm-hmm. find another way to serve. Like, we all yeah. we all do that. But, yeah. you know, just step in and, and uh, mm-hmm. just take that step.
0: Yeah, It will be worth yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, if you're listening to this and if you feel like you're stuck in your faith, if you want to make more friends, if you want to make a difference in a student's life, or if you want to hold a don't baby be or – join in with some tummy time if you want to help people get connected <laughs> if you want to pray for people if you want to be there for people that are hurting if you checked any of those boxes then head over to Info Central or something and see Taylor on a Sunday or you can text our team at 650-600-0402 that will come to me directly and I will get you in contact with whoever you want to talk to and if you don't know who that is I can help you in that process mm-hmm. so this has been really fun
1: awesome yeah. thank you yeah it's been great
0: um, I'll close in prayer Sounds cool great. it's be great God, thank you so much. Thank you for being um, such a faithful God to this church for almost 150 years and so many years before that for those that um, call you Lord. I just pray that um, you would bless the Menlo Park campus going forward. Um, I pray that everyone that steps onto that campus um, can experience you. I pray that every student, every student, every child that is there feels loved and known and protected and um The ability to ask questions, God, would would span all generations as we're all trying to spur on each other to find and follow you, God. And I just pray that um, as a lot of these changes are happening coming up in fall, that you would um, tug at people's hearts that are listening, tug at Mm -hmm. people's hearts that may say, yes, I want to get a little bit more involved or I want to take a step, but I don't know what that looks like. God, give them the courage. to say yes to that nudge, to say yes to you. Give us the um, the ability, the bandwidth to truly and um, lovingly care for those that are saying yes. God, and I'm just so excited for what you have planned uh, for the Menlo Park campus. So uh, we're hopeful and we're expectant, God. Um, we give our campus to you, God. We want you to be in everything that we do and we want every single person that comes on this campus to experience you.
2: So we pray these things in your name. Amen? Amen. Amen.
0: Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks Thanks for coming on. Hey, Mark, can I
2: add in one quick thing? Yes. One of the reasons that we need all sorts of different types of people, okay, a part of serving, a part of the body, is because some of us have strengths that others of us don't have. Mm. One of Mark Swarner's strengths is that he knows details. I'm not a very detailed person, (laughs) and I've spent the last 15 minutes or so sitting here realizing that Mark knows the time of the middle school service. It would be I 11, don't. It's <laughs> 1130. And I for sure <laughs> corrected you. And that was the moment I corrected you. I was like, why would I ever correct a Mark Swarner detail? <laughs> I'm not a detailed person. <laughs> I'll be there.
1: <laughs> you can at whatever time it at 10, 10 a.m., but middle school will be at
2: 1130. That's right. We want you to come and serve at 10. And then go go to middle school. That's what you were trying to say. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody brings something to the table. Awesome. Well, see you at whatever
0: time Mark Sorna says to get there. (laughs) Don't listen to Josh. Have a great week. We'll see you soon.